Welcome to It's Complicated, the Couples Guide podcast. I'm Ryan. And I'm Talia. We are two associate marriage and family therapists under clinical supervision. And we're here to debunk myths and deliver truth about dating, relationships, and everything in between. Trust us. It's awesome. Episode 38, Hush versus Gush. Hush versus Gush? What? (laughs) What are we talking about today? No, that's it. They can figure it out. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Uh, this is a really uh, another uh, really interesting, fascinating, all the interesting, fascinating words over and over again uh, from listener a listener question yeah. from your Instagram. Yes. Uh, someone wrote in asking, are there things you should not talk about in a relationship? And uh, you and I actually have not pre-discussed this, which I think is always mm-hmm. fun for listeners to know, because sometimes, you know, we'll talk about and kind exactly. of have a little outline ahead of time but this was just like oh this is a cool question let's going see in raw. where it's at um because i think it's really really fun so um talia what do you think are there things you should not talk about in a relationship uh blanket answer yes there's mm-hmm. many caveats to it i would say <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the top three yes it's complicated the top it's almost like we should name our podcast that now no, i wonder <laughs> why we did that <laughs> The the top three thing the reasons I should say the top three caveats to that there should not be everything yeah. spoken about are if it's the timeline of the relationship right mm-hmm. how long the depth the the knowledge of your partner in the relationship what is the nature of what you're not talking about is it something that's completely like in a past life it's not coming up it's a personal thing maybe you haven't dealt with yet that kind of thing kind of touching on what we talked about in one of our last episodes and then is it really that partner's business like is this your marital partner or is this somebody you're dating which is different than the longevity of the relationship but like if I'm just dating somebody and I have no intent of marrying them then yeah yeah, I'm not going to talk about everything like and there are things I think you shouldn't talk about but th- that's the reasons why, like, yeah. I'm not talking about this because we haven't been dating long enough. We're not going to get married. We're not like, that's my re- Those are my probably few that jump out without any. Yeah. Yes. There are things you should not talk about. It depends on the reason. Yeah. You know, I, I not overly shocking. I, I generally align with you. What I think might be a little shocking for some listeners who have heard our values of how important it is to communicate in relationships is yeah, there really is an inherent value in the therapist world as us therapists that we are there to facilitate open, honest, congruent communication. And like really what we do in a lot of our work is facilitate, let's talk about it, quote unquote, all. When in reality, there absolutely can be things that maybe you don't bring into the relationship or you talk about with your partner. Right. And so I, I really do agree with you that there are some things not to talk about. With all, and I agree with your caveats, and I have some of my own. Um, so so I, I would love to just dive into uh, that interesting discrepancy of like, hey, in, in one world, we have this you know, as therapist mm-hmm. value of really talking about more than what most people tend to, while at the other time, it can absolutely be appropriate to not go there on certain subjects or certain topics. Mm-hmm. I would say first topic that, jumps into Uh my mind just musing about it is work Mm. not that you should not or cannot talk about it with your partner but it's is that offloading stress onto your partner are you treating them as if they're a therapist right like it's not that you can't talk about it with them but it's like there are maybe some things you shouldn't share 
about your work day or shouldn't share about work stress. We legally can't share a lot of what goes yeah. on <laughs> in yeah. our work. Day. So yes, to that degree, you should not yeah. talk about it. Um, yeah. I think also adding in the, the nature of the reason why you want to bring it up. Right. Yeah. It's like if you're having a really tough day and you prep your partner, like we talk about in therapy, uh-huh. like ask them if they have the space in their mental capacity ahead of time to talk about it. But if there's somebody, I don't know, put flowers on your desk as a thank you and you know your partner is dealing with jealousy issues and blah, blah, blah. Again, timing of the disclosure. It's not that you should never talk about it. Maybe not bringing it up, right? They have, they just come home, they have a terrible day at work and you're all like, oh my God, that guy that you hate at my job put flowers on my desk. I'd be like, are you effing kidding me right now? <laughs> like, this is not, this is not something I want to talk about. It's like work-related issues, I would say it, obviously it's complicated, but there, I think are certain times where your partner just might not want to hear about it. Like it might not be helpful to both of you to offload your work stress onto each other. I think what I align with is that when you're talking about work and bringing it yeah. into discussion is being, as we talk about a lot, intentional about why you might bring it, bring, bringing it in. Yep. Um, and I'm going to shift away from the, the listener question word of should, where there's mm-hmm. like a, mm-hmm. a definitive, should you do or not? Yeah. We're acknowledging there's this gray area. Right. It's really about, and what times would you talk about it? And what times would you not? I agree with you where it, you know, don't just come home without care to your partner that I'm going to openly vent or talk about the flowers. If you know that that might be a sore subject kind of thing, but that's different than say never turning to your partner in distress to vent. Like you are acknowledging there's times where we want to do that. Or that's different than say keeping it a secret or hiding something. For example, if you come home with the flowers that you love because they're really cool and then your partner's like, where did it, where did these come from? Mm-hmm. And then you make up, you know, a lie in, in you know, quote, supposed to be a, uh, you know, little uh, fib or whatever they're mm-hmm. called, a little tattletale, not white tattletale, lie, yeah. white lie, tattletale, that yeah. kind of thing. Um, no, that we're not encouraging that level of, of keeping information and not to my relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, having some um, uh, judicious intent about where you're going with those kind of things. I think mm-hmm. are important. Yeah. I would also say number one thing that a lot of couples have brought up, uh, or even I hear, I am really close with my older brother and we'll, you know, we'll hang out, hang out with his guy friends. And I've been around men. I understand it's like shop talk almost. And it's like knowing should the things you shouldn't should or shouldn't quote unquote talk about a relationship is number of sexual partners prior Mm -hmm. to your current partner. Right. And if you're not having sex, the really biggest concern should be if you both get tested, like Mm -hmm. that should definitely be talked about. Mm -hmm. That is something you should be talking about with your partner. Sexual health. When's the last time you were tested? Have you ever been exposed? Like that kind of stuff I think is fair game to talk about. So I don't think you need to, maybe I would shift from should or shouldn't more less, less shame based into need. Like, is Mm -hmm. it really a necessity? Is it going to matter if you know how many people that I've been with prior to you? before I even knew you existed on earth, is that going to be really a fair standard to be like, I can't believe before you even knew I existed on earth and we met that you slept with other people. It's like, uh, okay, but didn't you do the same thing? Well, I'm different, right? Like it's this double, it can create a double standard and you're opening the floodgates. It's none of your business. Like who your partner was in some degrees before they met you in your life is not really your business. That was their independent life. They've worked through it. They've healed from it. Hopefully 
knowing the number of sexual partners, I don't think is something that should be talked about. And if couples want to, and it's not a heated issue, by all means, go for it. But it shouldn't be required. Well, I like that you brought this up because one, this is, uh, I have a personal um, experience with this that I want to share. And also Mm -hmm. two, I think it's a good example of the difference of when you choose to share and how you negotiate topics that you might agree not to talk about. Correct. So first of all, this is exactly my issue. Um, My partners know Mm -hmm. because I've communicated them that I really, I I really don't do well hearing about your past sexual experiences. Now I know that's a me thing. I know that it's a bit of an irrational jealousy that comes up for me when I hear about my partner's past experiences. So I communicate that um, hopefully with love and respect to say like, hey, you know, if it's not relevant to my health or our relationship, please don't you know, go into your past relationships. Not because it's anything wrong with you or that I think of you negatively. It's because mm-hmm. I get jealous. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, you know, I'm trying to work through that personally and that's on me. And so, you know, I'm just asking for some support in that. Mm-hmm. And of course, if there's something you want to share that's important, I will always hear that. Right. So that's just like a, a thing that, again, I align with that topic where I don't like to hear that, but I also wanted to share that that's how I, I go about that with my partners to, in a sense, show how, how one person might, you know, throw out to the relationship. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is something that I'm kind of asking. We don't talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of the thing that I really don't want to. And that's different than saying, Hey, we're, we're hiding from a topic where like, we've never even addressed the fact that we're, we don't talk about these things. It, it's been on the table and there's a reason why that I've made a request to not talk mm-hmm. about it. And maybe something I didn't really uh, articulate clearly there's also a thing of like, hey, we can talk about it no matter what, so that there's still trust that's built as as you continue the relationship to know like it's not it's not completely impossible to talk about. Right. So there's no hiding. There's no barrier. There's there's none of this like you know uh, if you aren't secure, let's talk about it. You know if something's coming up where you want to like I'm open to it, but that's a little bit of a nuance than like nope, we never talk about our past relationships and our past mm-hmm. sex like that that's you know, it's, it's not as firm of a boundary as that. Yeah. I think it varies. And I date men who are not therapists. (laughs) So I'm just going to leave that laugh for viewers or listeners to interpret, but most people, and I am a therapist. So dating me is super fun, but it's like, why is that relevant? Uh It's like when a client asks us a question about this and it's like, why are you curious about that? Is it even relevant to your treatment? No. So we're moving. So they would never ask that kind of question, yeah. but when it's yeah. in a relationship, it's like, I'm wondering why that is even What's your business. Yeah. Like it's not a defensive thing. Like I wouldn't share, but you're asking clearly because you're prejudging you're this, you're that, you're whatever. Like yeah. that's none of your business. Like if it doesn't concern your health mm-hmm. and you're showing me that this might be an insecurity, I don't date insecure people. Not going to happen. Like it's just, and it's not that that's like an elitist thing. I've had enough experience where that's a trait that I look for to not have in my partners and not saying, of course, we all have our own insecurities. We've talked about that, but like overall, I don't know who I am as a person doesn't jive well with how assertive and confident I am. So there's topics, right? Like when we were listing other topics, there's topics where it's like, what should you, or like, what are there certain topics where you shouldn't talk or are there certain things you shouldn't talk about in a relationship? I think there's the general theme of, if it's really important 
or bothersome on another side to your partner to talk about these things and you're just curious and it's not really for an intention, it's just because you're curious, then probably no, those are things you shouldn't talk about because it's going to cause more fighting than anything else, right? And if you are really that curious, find a way to satisfy that curiosity without drilling your partner for answers. Well, and I think with that curiosity, there, there's two parts there. I always do like the multiple yeah. parts. There's the A, as you're saying, is there ways for you to get that curiosity met without it distressing your partner? You know, mm-hmm. if, cause otherwise it's pretty selfish to just yeah. like try to make that happen. On the second part is sometimes you're curious, you, you can learn about mm-hmm. this curiosity and go, Oh, Hey partner, how mm-hmm. about this? And then re- from the cues and communication your partner gives in this case, like you're saying like, Hey, I'm, what's up with that? I don't really, that's not really relevant. Mm-hmm. You might go like, Oh yeah. Okay. I noticed I I'm, I'm aware now I was curious at first and that's not really cool with my partner to right. go into that. And that's what I think is really key about kind of shifting the language from are there things you should not talk about in a relationship to just like, are there things where you may not want to talk in a relationship? Yes. There's a bit of a collaboration that goes on in the relationship on these topics. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm kind of making this realization as we talk about it. I'm not in the camp of, there are specific topics that are never to be discussed and they, they, we really don't want to bring them up. Um, and that's a firm line. What I'm coming to is there's absolutely space in relationships to a, depending on, like you've said, how long you're in, when you go into those details and topics to discuss, as well as collaboration with your partner about what kind of topics we agree on mm-hmm. or we respect each other on to not address. Mm-hmm. You know, um, with my example of um, my partner's past experiences, uh, as you've acknowledged, some couples are very cool with that. And yeah. you know, for some couples, that's probably kind of hot and fun. Yeah. And we can talk about it for them. Yeah. And for me, I individually have, a, have an issue, an issue that I'm aware of. <laughs> Don't love it. That, yeah. <laughs> that, you know, I would like to grow from and hope to at some point and work on that. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, I've communicated to my partner, like, hey, I don't really enjoy that. Um, so, mm-hmm. and, you know, she has lovingly gone like, okay, not really where I'm at, but cool. I respect mm-hmm. that. So we won't. But I also make it again clear that if we need to or we want to, we can go there. Mm-hmm. I think a good example yes. for this, and I'm going to throw it to you because I'm curious to think about that, um, that I think is very similar in this collaboration of do we talk or not talk about certain things are politics. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so let me just feel? get a sip of this <laughs> beverage at a ripe old 11:30 a.m. I know, um, right? Because of course, in our, our did you climate, see the weather? Right now, the weather is the weather. Ryan. Never it's really. I lied. That's a boundary for sure. <laughs> Never talk about the weather in a relationship. It's <laughs> how rude of you to assume I've seen the outdoors and I'm a sighted person. No. Um, well, no, it's because of climate change. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just throw that on the plate. Um, should you talk about politics in a relationship? If you can both be mature adults about it, yes. If you're going to be the type of person, and I'm not saying this is on either side of this political uh-huh. spectrum, yeah. as a human being, if yeah. you are the type of human being who cannot intake new information without becoming defensive to the point where you resort yeah. to ad hominem logical fallacies and personally <laughs> attack the person you're talking about, which is a sign of defeat if we look at communication studies, then yes, I think you should be able to talk about it or at least gauge. If politics are important to me, right, and I would want them to be important to my partner or I really don't need to talk about them, but fundamentally, if we're not on the same viewpoints on things, 
your girl is not going to be interested, right? Like, yeah. yes, you should talk about them, get a general gauge, but the goal should not be to change your partner's mind, convince them they're wrong, or shame them. It's uh. teach me why you have these viewpoints, right? Mm -hmm. what, what about your life aligns with those viewpoints? It's more of a conversation rather than if it's an ongoing thing and you see that you're fighting about it, that's probably a gridlock issue like we yeah. talk about in couples therapy. Stop. Okay. Like, it's, it's probably not going to affect the fate of your relationship. And if it is so much because you're diametrically opposed on fundamental values, you shouldn't be with that person. And I say that as a caveat. I'm not, I don't know every couple, but if that is very important to you and it's not at all important to your partner with anything, even not politics, that's going to cause a huge division. Yeah. Well, and... Uh, uh, I'm going to come back to that, that division yeah. point because I think that's yeah. really important about any topic that might cause division and yes. how do you negotiate? Do you collaborate to not talk about it or is it a subject that you kind of need to work through and talk about? So I'll, I'll come Correct. back to that. Yeah, we can On pin the that. politic front, um, you know, we're kind of going with the track of like if you have different politics. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, a lot of people, especially nowadays with younger couples, you tend to date someone in your political zone. We're pretty, um, you know, in our bubbles and, and partisan, but, but there's absolutely space for people to date where they have different values in their politics. And mm -hmm. I, I do see this a lot with, with um, my couples that are, are, are a little bit older where mm -hmm. it wasn't as divisive when they first met their, their, um, their husband, wife or other. Correct. And, and so now they're dealing with like, whoa, like literally one partner watches Fox News, another watches CNN, and they have very different viewpoints. Mm -hmm. And so that might be a space where the, a, a couple with different viewpoints talk and collaborate and say like, actually, we can see this is really beneficial because we're really like, as you said, challenging each other, respectfully listening. Mm -hmm. We're arguing in a good way. We're debating right. with respect our yes. viewpoints to come to more understanding. Cool. Then talk about politics. Mm -hmm. Other couples, and obviously these are the kinds that I hear about in session because it's conflict inducing, yep. are like, nope, we're rigid. We're not there. We don't want to. And that's okay. That's fine. What? You don't necessarily need to discuss politics in your relationship. Uh, careful. You don't tell some people that because they're going <laughs> to lose their cool. Well, I for sure. I mean, I've reached the point of radical acceptance yeah. because this is America in 2020. You're going to get your yeah. feelings hurt regardless. Like, put on your big kid pants and learn yeah. how to have a discussion. The Pew Research, I, I think we've mentioned them here before in our uh, podcast, but Pew is a phenomenal research center. They just let out an article that shows in multiple other statistics as well. Nowadays, in dating... People care more about what your political party is than if you've had a child from a previous relationship. Wow. wow. Like everything that's a fundamental value that we would yeah. look at in terms of communication, trust, previous relationship, this and that, it's totally backwards. Mm -hmm. Like society's values, and this is my opinion, I'm not saying everybody listening should have this. This is just mm -hmm. me reading that article. I was floored mm -hmm. because of that statistic as well. Yeah. As a couples therapist, I can more often than not give a guarantee that I think it would make a bigger deal if your partner had a child <laughs> this relationship, having yeah. been one of those myself compared to what political party they were. But that's yeah. just me. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm old world when it comes to that. But I looked at that and I was just like, Oh my God, the world is so upside down and backwards. Like that's just, that blew my mind. I had to put yeah. the article down. I can't, it just floored me. Right. And I'm not saying I'm not value shaming for people. That's definitely not what I'm saying. But if you're comparing to, mm -hmm kind of real life every day what's going to come more 
what's going to come up more in your everyday life is probably another person's child. Like, I don't know, maybe because we're up coming up on election, this is even more heated for couples like we were talking about. And this whole year has just been a nightmare to say the least. But yeah, I think being able to talk about it maturely is okay. absolutely fine. The, the, the general rule, politics, right? Sex, this, that, whatever, religion is probably the next one we're going to bring up. Yes, you need to talk about that to know where your partner's at, but it's more of information gathering to make a decision, an informed decision, rather than it's to change their mind, to fight, to this, to that. If you go on a first date with somebody, you're just not going on a, like a, a rant about it. It's just asking general questions. So what was it like for you growing up? Did you ever go to church? That's a neutral way to ask if they have religion in their life. If they're like, fuck yeah. no, I'm an atheist. I'd be like, we can't go on a date because I'm religious. Like, you can gauge it without diving into it. So yes, you should talk about it in terms of get a general idea of where they're at. It shouldn't be totally avoided. Yeah. Especially like the dating stage yes. of a relationship about, hey, where, where are you learning different people's values right. and backgrounds? I right. think it's really interesting as relationships progress through dating or through long-term marriages, when values shift. Um, Correct. You know, uh, one of my parents shifted um, completely on the spectrum politically. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, then my other parent was left with, okay, so that's different than mm -hmm. where we went. Um, and I've heard that from, from couples before. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's just a different value as people grow and change. Or uh, more authenticity. You know, let's say you're dating mm -hmm. someone and then kind of the real self kind of comes mm -hmm. out. That's a little bit different. We still or into this it's not yeah. catastrophic but it's adding some conflict now oh i'm gonna have everybody go on their first date on election night let's see the true you come out you're gonna watch <laughs> the screen together let's see what happens <laughs> but that's i want to see you cry no <laughs> there's there's i you know as i look at this question more about are there things you should not talk about in a relationship um i'm kind of focusing on the hidden you know implication that perhaps there are topics that lead to conflict or disconnection. Mm -hmm. And I think there has to be a real, just, as I said, collaboration in the relationship to go like, Hey, is this a conflict and disconnect that we need to work through because trust issues, because um, it's affecting the safety of our relationship and our family or whatever, or is it, yeah, we still feel strongly and then we have different values in this conflict. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, like that doesn't fundamentally threaten our relationship. And so maybe there's a space for us to accept our differences, mm -hmm. respectfully still love our partner and our differences. And one way to go about that is to just not talk about it. Yeah. And you'd an be surprised how there's many an couples can't do it. They're like, oh yeah, no, but I need to. And I'm like, honestly yeah. stop it <laughs> I'm solution focused when it comes yeah. to some of my couples I'm like yeah. I I'm gonna put my therapist hat off for a second yeah. I'm gonna put my coach hat on yeah. cut it out you're not gonna <laughs> win this if this yeah. is go way goes deeper than that and we're not gonna get anywhere if you keep doing it and they're like well that's I'm like yeah that's the painful truth but like <laughs> if we don't cut it out at least for a couple weeks to try and target what's underneath we're not gonna get yeah. anywhere so yeah there are certain things we should not talk yeah. about. And my, again, my guideline, if you are listening to this, it doesn't mean you have to agree to it by any means and you can add on to it. There are things that are probably not the most ideal to talk about. Like we already talked about with timing, et cetera, and this. And it's also, if this happened in my previous life and we are not about to be married and this doesn't affect our marriage or potential children and child rearing, okay. it's none of your business. 
I may share it with you. I may be open to it. I'm not hiding it secret, but I'm also not going to tell you everything about my life within the first year or two of us dating. It's going to unfold naturally. And then sometimes I might've forgotten it happened and an old friend brings it up. I'm like, oh yeah, my partner could be like, oh, you never told me that, right? It's opening. And when you hear new things about your partner, it's like, oh, I never knew that. Like, do you want to talk about it? Nope. Okay. Right? Like your partner was allowed to have a life before you ever met. And I don't know what happens with couples when they get to a certain point where it's like, no, we are one unit. We are one being. I must know all that they did. I'm like, they were 20. You're 57. Like, I really don't think if you've never seen that behavior come up again, it's going to be a big concern. I think we're good. Like, I cheated on my middle school girlfriend. I can't date you. I wouldn't care. Like, well, I think there's. Oh my gosh, there's so many themes that I'm like focusing on. I'm trying to whittle it down. I think the main thing is um, it, there's plenty of um, experiences we have as individuals within a relationship that yeah. we may not want to talk about. And that's okay. My response to that in terms of like past experience or just what we're going through is I think it's very okay to share with your partner, you know, I really don't want to go there. I'm not interested. Um, while also balancing However, you can ask me about it. You can go there. I'm not going to offer it, but it's also not a secret. Um, and now, again, that's a little counter to what you're saying. So every situation is different. So, um, you know, I'm getting really into the gray area here. I'm just saying there's, there's also that space to share, hey, I don't want to. And I'll mm-hmm. go back to me as an example because I was sharing like how I had that issue with um, my partner's past experiences. Mm-hmm. So because of that, I don't readily offer my past experiences with my exes. But what I tell my partner is like, hey, if you do have questions or if you're ever doubting something or curious, always ask me. I, I'm willing to share. I just don't offer it because I don't like it. So right. it's very different from, hey, I'm closed off and there's this barrier which could um, lead to some lack of trust. I'm, but I am taking responsibility to communicate why there's this kind of safe zone for me where I don't like crossing that. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I think that that's kind of a, a big part of it. If we um, could only date therapists. <laughs> I, know, right? um, I think another, uh, what something else that came up from what you were sharing in this, this process of, you know, when do you share, how do you share, what's going on in sharing um, that I thought about was uh, sometimes the topics just really aren't the issue. Like when you're, when you're saying the whole, like, Hey, that's when you were 20 and now we're 37. Um, there probably isn't, if we were to dive deeper, which you and I as therapists are used to doing, mm-hmm. it's probably not about the content of 20-year-old no. whatever. No. There's something else happening. Yes. And that's why it can be useful not to talk about certain things in a relationship while just agreeing like, hey, we're not going to go there, mm-hmm. but maybe exploring what's the underlying need or relationship Correct. dynamic, which I get is a very skillful thing to do. It's why we do this in therapy and mm-hmm. having a guided professional to go into, Hey, you're really concerned about your partner at 20 yeah. years, 17 years ago when you weren't even around. What's going on? What? Yeah. You can What's with a therapist that? explore what is going on and hurting or fearful inside of you. Mm-hmm. That makes that so important. Mm-hmm. Glad then, you mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah. Then you can get to a space where, Oh, it's, Oh, it's really not about, 20 year old partner it's about this thing with me and then you can talk about that and not the actual content of the issue it's more about an either a personal psychic experience a, you know um mm-hmm. emotional experience or a relationship dynamic 
Mm-hmm. Just throwing that out there for, for listeners as a, th- there's lots of times a space to explore if you've agreed like mm-hmm. a topic is something we don't want to talk about, like politics, mm-hmm. and then go to, well, wait, why is that so painful to talk mm-hmm. about together? And you can come to a space where you're kind of not talking about the issue, but you are kind of talking about the underlying issue. Yeah. My best advice, something just popped in for me, uh-huh. is don't wait until you're in a relationship to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. So yes, there may be some things in a relationship, an established, defined relationship, marriage, et cetera, that you should not talk about based on the fact that you have knowledge of your partner, what triggers them, et cetera. Don't do yeah. things just to piss them off, right? That's one there should be everything discussed in a dating relationship still with the caveats of not being too um, manipulative or trying to push buttons or whatever, but that's a time to be very genuinely open and curious. And if it's super important to you to have somebody who matches you politically, bring it up in the dating relationship in a kind way. If it is super important for whatever reason to know your partner's sexual history or this or that, whatever, bring it up in a genuinely curious, nice way and explain like you do with your partners. This is a me thing. This is something I value, et cetera. It helps me calm down, whatever it is. I'm curious about that. And again, the other person who you are in this case, the caveat dating can choose to say no. It doesn't mean their answer will always be no, but that's the, that's kind of the key is like, if you're in an established relationship, yeah, there may be things you don't talk about because we talk about that in Gottman too. Gridlocked issues. We're never going to solve it. Like dreams within conflict through it a couple times and that's it. There's not really a way that you're going to change it. And that's true with any partnership. If you're dating, a lot more things are on the table to be discussed. If I'm choosing to be with you for the rest of my life, I'm intense. Like you should know all that you need to know about me before we partner together. And I'd rather have those more open conversations, like you were saying, in a calm loving respectful tone and curiosity at the forefront rather than i don't like this person i'm just going to pick a fight to end the relationship blah blah blah. like that's not what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. it's like a it's it's a connecting space to where we're talking about these things while maybe acknowledging a disconnection in in some other parts of the space I hope that makes sense to everyone listening. <laughs> it's like you're, you're, it's, it's a meta discussion. You're connecting by mm-hmm. acknowledging, Hey, here's this thing. Yeah. I don't or this with you. Cause this matters to me, but at the same mm-hmm. time, we're not getting all the details and that's okay. Cause we're, we're working together collaboratively, as I like to always say um, mm-hmm. about this subject. Mm-hmm. And I guess it kind of brings me to what is sort of our takeaway um, from this discussion. And as I sit with myself, it is that in answering this question as a wrap up, there is no specific things I would tell listeners that you should not talk about. Correct. But as we acknowledge, there might be plenty of topics that you as in a relationship agree not to talk about for various mm-hmm. reasons that we've kind of waded through and figured out. Mm-hmm. And then my big takeaway is I think it's best if while um, there might be topics you identify individually or relationally you don't want to talk about, you collaborate with your partner and go, hey, we agree together, we, you know, high five team go, we just, we choose not to talk about these things. And we like that together, which right. can always change in the future. But for now we like that. So that's kind of my mm-hmm. big takeaway of, uh, of this discussion. What about for yeah, you? I would agree. Um, I think my big takeaway is be respectful of your partner, no matter what the difference is when you bring it up, know for yourself, if it really is a deal breaker, if one of the things you really want to talk about, but your partner doesn't want to, if that's it, do some self inventory on that mm-hmm. and 
those red flags or gut feelings you have in the beginning of like, oh, I really don't think we're going to get along on this, 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 but it'll be fine. It'll just remediate itself over the years. It won't. The red flags you ignore in the beginning are why you end up leaving. And if you look at every relationship you've been in, in some ways, that's true, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not a red flag, but pet peeves, this, that, things where you're like, "Mm," and you're kind of making that like skeptical face, that will still come up. If that's a characterological trait in your partner, welcome to life with them. That's who they are. And if you don't like it, you can leave. Like (laughs) you have no obligation if you are figuring out if you want to partner with somebody to stay. Uh When it's in terms of like dating relationships, asking those questions, if you hear something you don't like, you don't owe anyone a second, third, 60th date, honestly, if you don't like it and you're having those honest, respectful discussions, you'll, you'll know, like, I feel like you'll know what to bring up and what not to bring up for your partner and why you're doing it matters. Yeah. Uh, what I like about that is is this empowerment sense that you're suggesting that you get, you, you know, we all get to choose, do we hush or do we gush? And mm-hmm. we can have standards of, do we want the person we're seeing to be hushed or gushed as it were, yep. <laughs> you know, our, you know yes. and what do you want to talk about? So go for it and trust yourself on those things with some of this, you know, yes. deep dive into this understanding of when to talk about stuff and when not to. Nailed it. Nailed it. And if you have questions you'd like us to answer on the podcast, go ahead and shoot us an email with your question, Ryan and Talia at the couples guide podcast.com. And you can also slide in our DMS on Instagram at the couples guide podcast. You can message me on my page at therapy with Talia and Ryan's page is Ryan Ryan Hill therapy. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks again, everyone for listening. We'll catch you next time.